0: Welcome, everybody, back to the True Tech Podcast. This is episode 87, uh, and there is a lot to uncover uh, in this episode. There were many events um, that occurred within the last uh, two weeks, including Apple's October event, the Pixel event, Samsung Unpacked 2, and also Tile's new products. There was also some other stories I'd like to talk about, like Facebook's uh, marketing and how they're really losing up on the business of the younger generations, but we're gonna cover all of that right after this portion from our sponsors. Today's sponsor is you. You can help support the show at merch.streamelements.com/slashjleman, where you can purchase uh, all sorts of True Talk merch, including T-shirts, hoodies, mouse pads mugs, etc. You can go check it out all out at merch.streamelements.com slash Man. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay, so let's just start it off with the Apple uh, October event. This event was uh, really exciting, especially uh, before we even really watched it. There was so many leaks and rumors about Uh, the new products that uh, were gonna come out at this event and some of them were true and some of them weren't so let's see which ones were and I'll give you some of my thoughts on all of these products and I I don't know maybe some of these products are a possible uh, purchase for some of you guys since they're all just big innovations alright let's start it off with the Macbook uh, Pro lineup with the new processors and all new design So there's there's a new 14-inch and 16-inch model. The touch bar is gone and is replaced with a full-size function row. There's also many ports which are back instead of Apple's traditional way with ports, uh, just USB-C. But now it's actually a lot more, and we'll get into that. Um, But uh, there's a HDMI port, three Thunderbolt ports, an SD card slot, and a headphone jack, which... uh, can support high impedance headphones so if you are using uh, some pro-level headphones this MacBooks uh, headphone jack will support it um, and there's also the return of the MagSafe charger but keep in mind that you can also use this charger and uh, or and or the uh, USB-C charger uh, as well but the 14 inch model does start with a relatively high price point at $2,000, while the 16-inch model starts at uh, $2,500. And they will be available to pre-order today, um, and also uh, will be ahead of availability next week. And you might also notice that uh, there's a new kind of display on here, it's mini-LED, but... Um, also slim down bezels however there is this notch on the top um, and it's kind of disappointing for some people and can be distracting but uh, Apple does say that um, it will only be in the up the upper hand side so it won't really get in, in into any uh, of your content so it won't really disrupt anything you're watching or any of your work you're doing on your macbook But Apple has brought over the notch design from the iPhone and has included a 1080p FaceTime camera, uh, which is going to really improve the quality of uh, just video calls and the camera overall. Apple also introduces two new custom chips, the M1 Pro and M1 Max. And I think this is the most impressive part about the whole event, really, is the new silicon for their MacBooks. but the M1 Pro is really impressive and is already a huge jump forward compared to the M1. But right after that, they unveiled the M1 Max, which is even more impressive. Almost like four times uh, the graphics performance of the M1. And even more, it's like two times more powerful than the M1 Pro, which is just crazy numbers. Um, and they're really... Huge and really powerful chipsets, and Apple says the Pro has more than thirty-three billion transistors, while the Max has over fifty-seven billion transistors, right baked right onto it, which is crazy. Um, Apple's new MacBook Pros use the company's adaptive refre- refresh rate technology, promotion topping out at up to one hundred twenty hertz refresh rates. They're also lit by mini LEDs, almost like the new iPad Pros. Uh, um, specifically the 12.9-inch iPad Pro from 2021. Um, And it's just going to look overall better than uh, LCD and will probably match the contrast ratio of the Pro Display XDR, um, which will just look great, especially when watching uh, supported Dolby Vision content. Apple's beloved uh, MagSafe uh, MagSafe magnetic charger is back with the new MacBook Pros. And uh, we did see this kind of technology also in iPhones, but um, it did first come to MacBooks early, really early on. And um, I'm glad it's back because it now supports uh, more increased speed for charging and also um, less chance of you breaking your whole MacBook when uh, you trip over the wire or you pull on the wire unintentionally. But yeah, so these MacBooks are totally redesigned, and like I said, my favorite feature is really uh, that the new Silicon, the M1 Pro and M1 Max, and these MacBooks do get really expensive, topping topping up all the way to, I believe, like $8,000, which is just insane, but uh, if you think about it, this is really just going to be for like professionals who really do need that power, uh, but these MacBooks are also going to be a little bit thicker and heavier because of this whole redesign. But I think that's okay because of all these new improvements uh, in the 14-inch and the 16-inch. And for me, if I were to pick up one of these MacBooks, I would uh, probably go for the 14-inch model. Just because the 16-inch is just a little bit too big. But uh, you're going to see up to 21 hours of video playback um, on the 16-inch battery life. And for the fourteen-inch battery life, you're gonna be able to see seventeen hours of video playback, um, and that's according to Apple. So we're gonna to have to see if that's really true according to um, some tests. Uh, but Apple also released their next generation of AirPods, which have spatial audio and a kind of like a Pro like an AirPods Pro like design, uh, but without um, the silicone tip, and they also support. Uh, sweat and water resistant as well so it's ipx4 and you can pre-order them for 179 dollars which actually isn't terrible considering that uh, the airpods pro did start at 250 so let's just go over what which features are missing on uh, the airpods 3 compared to the airpods pro so first of all uh there's no active noise canceling on these earbuds which is probably like the biggest downside to purchasing these over the airpods pro but if you're someone who uh doesn't like the shape of the airpods pro like the silicone tips just don't fit you these are probably going to be better because of uh the open kind of design um not really in-ear but uh they do provide great sound quality apple says that it has increased the drivers on these to be to have richer sound, so I believe it will be able to match the sound quality of the Airpods Pro. Uh, it Like I said, it has the same design, and the case even looks pretty similar. It has MagSafe charging, and yeah, that water resistance. I mean, there's not too much to talk about. Uh, I, I believe there's the U1 chip in here as well, I'm not totally sure, but... Yeah, these Airpods are pretty impressive at the price of 179 and I think these are really going to be popular. Uh, once Apple uh, starts selling these. Also, the HomePod Mini with different colors came out, including yellow, orange, and blue. Uh, And the already existing lineup of the white and black colors of the HomePod Mini. But I think my favorite color out of all these HomePods uh, was the blue color, just because, like, I don't know, that, that blue just looks really nice, but... You can't really go wrong with any of the other colors, but I just like how you can uh, get specific colors to match your environment in your home. Um, but yeah, these HomePod Minis just change the feature, uh, change the colors. Uh, no features have been changed uh, besides the colors. Apple also introduces a new four dollar and ninety nine cents per month Apple Music Voice Plan, which will be able, which will let you access Apple Music with Siri. And it's actually just a lot cheaper than uh, the regular Apple Music plan at nine ninety nine. So it's like almost half the half the price, and you know you could still listen to all your music. The only thing you can't do is create playlists or access the music through the app. So that is a bit of a disappointment. But yeah, four ninety nine. It's pretty cheap. You could you could try it out for like I believe a three month trial, just see if just to see if it fits your needs and if you like it. But uh, that's a pretty affordable price point for those wanting to get into Apple Music without paying uh, such a high price point for, uh, to actually be able to access their music. Yeah, but uh, this event was, actually had a decent amount of stuff and, you know, I I thought that it was going to be shorter then uh an hour but for 50 minutes there was actually so much to talk about and yeah it's it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy event with uh pretty cool products so i was really i was really uh looking forward to the airpods 3 there were just so many uh leaks about these headphones and i just really wanted to see apple unveil them themselves um and also the m1 pro m1 max all impressive stuff and uh Yeah, I I just didn't think that they would be able to improve over the already great M1 chips, but they managed to do it with the M1 Pro and M1 Max. Uh, But just keep in mind that the base model MacBooks start with the M1 Pro, and if you pay the extra premium, you'll get the M1 Max. Uh, But these computers also go up to 8 terabytes of storage, which is pretty crazy uh, for laptops. But yeah, it's all really impressive stuff at this event. Um, and let's move on to our next story. Okay, so let's talk about the Pixel 6 event. There's a lot of uh, controversial thoughts about this event, uh, especially whether the Pixel 6 is worth it or not. Um, but yeah, let's just dive right into it. So, uh, Google's event was on October 19th, and they did just wrap it up, uh, the two new phones and yeah we already knew a lot about them from all the way from leaks and then Google leaking it themselves and then to this event but I'm glad that uh, Google has actually committed to this actual pixel 6 because it's really impressive and uh, is Google's first really first uh, leap towards manufacturing premium and flagship smartphones compared to the mid-range market but Uh, They are supported by the new Tensor processor and also this uh, pretty crazy new design. But yeah, there was just so many leaks about these two phones. But the Pixel 6 will sell for $599 and the Pixel 6 Pro will start at $899. And both will feature Google's Tensor processor and a 50 megapixel camera, which does bin images all the way down to 12.5 megapixel images. Um, which will enhance the amount of light that is produced in sensors but if you do want the 50 megapixel shot on the camera you can enable the feature the phones also feature an ultra wide camera and the pro adds a telephoto camera and gives the selfie camera an upgrade with a wider lens so you'll be able to capture uh, just more stuff with the selfie camera and also a higher resolution sensor on the uh, rear cameras but the pro model is also physically larger uh from 6.7 inches compared to the pixel 6 which is 6.5 inches but much of the google's event uh, really focused on google's designed tensor processor that powers the pixel 6 and the 6 pro and google really just talked about like the performance difference between uh their uh previous google phones Uh, to this Google phone. And it'll really just be able to help you with machine learning uh, processes of its chip, and like tasks like voice recognition, uh, making photos less blurry, and even automatically erasing unwanted people from the background, and real-time captions and translation. But outside of... Uh, machine learning, Google says that it should be competitive with uh, Qualcomm's latest Snapdragon processors when it comes to the overall CPU and GPU performance of the chipsets. But Google also emphasized how the Tensor could also help its phones be more personalized to you uh, using Material You uh, as their software, but they didn't really go uh, too much in detail uh, about how that would specifically work, so we're going to have to find more about that uh, in the future. Thankfully, we uh, there were just like some reviews on uh, these phones, so uh, you can go check them out. I think my favorite review is uh MKBHD Marquez Brownlee's review on his channel. So go check that out, but uh, yeah, there was just a lot of uh, thoughts about this phone overall as like, a flagship phone compared to some of their older phones. But, uh, Google has announced that it was going to make its cameras and photo processing better for people with darker skin, and we got to see some results at Google's event, um, and it really does just, uh, overall produce better photos and compensate for the darker skin instead of just, like, compensating for, uh, Caucasian skin, uh, that most cameras usually... I'll go for it but it will provide accurately accurate photos uh, when taken for people with all uh, shades and colors of skin color but um, it's all really impressive and Google just put a huge emphasis on uh, that feature itself and Snapchat also gets a special place on the pixel Um, yeah so Google has uh, mentioned Snapchat's camera by tapping the back of the pixel and even from the lock screen, of course, you'll have to log into the phone to actually send the snap to your friends. But it's quite possibly the quickest way to send a snap that we've ever seen on a smartphone. Google also announced a uh, new pixel phone feature which aims to make calls to customer service lines less awful by trying to estimate how long you'll have to wait on hold and giving you a written list of phone tree options so you don't have to go wait what number do I press for this again Google is also expanding its feature that lets you have your phone wait on hold for you to more countries so uh, it's just a huge feature especially if you're making a lot of phone calls uh to uh random businesses that put you on hold all the time uh but google didn't announce uh google didn't announce it during the event itself but it's also launched pixel pass alongside the new phones pixel pass lets you bundle a phone uh cloud storage youtube premium and google play pass all in one monthly payment Google's is charging $45 per month for the plan with the Pixel 6 and $55 a month for the Pixel 6 Pro plan. According to the company, you'll end up paying off your phone over the course of 2 years, and if you cancel Pixel Pass, you'll have to pay off the remaining balance on your phone. Uh, Google says that subscribers to uh, Google Fi, its cellular plan, will get $5 off their monthly bill for subscribing to Pixel Pass. So there is some perks to this. and Yeah, I didn't hear about it until I read uh, this article, so uh, it's probably pretty new to you guys. But uh, Google's also having some deals uh, with the Pixel 6 and their uh, Pixel Buds A series, so um, uh, there's deals for that. So if you're planning on buying a Pixel 6, make sure that you do get the deal that allows you to get, I I believe, a free pair of Pixel Buds A series. So go check that out. Uh, but if you're excited about um, the the new Pixel 6 and 6 Pro, let me know with a review done in Apple Podcast, just telling me what you think about uh, the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro because uh, I think it's an amazing phone for Google and one towards the right direction uh, because, you know, Google hasn't really been too serious in the phone market, but I really think that now they they do have a shot at actually becoming... Uh, more well-known, and have a bigger market share when it comes to smartphones Uh, instead of like Samsung and Apple dominating all of it. Okay, let's move on to our next uh, story, which is about Samsung's Unpacked 2. I'm not going to go too in-depth in this one. There's just not too much to talk about, but uh, there's this new Galaxy Z Flip 3 this Bespoke Edition, which basically adds more colors to the Galaxy Z Flip 3 lineup, and overall just enhances the different colors and the ways that you can match, uh, your Galaxy Z Flip 3 to your different outfits, but, um, I, I think there was, like, one other, uh, announcement at this one, which was the new Galaxy Watch uh, 4 features, like overall more updates um you can check that out i'll leave a link down below for an article on all the new features that are coming to the galaxy watch 4 uh but yeah that was basically everything at uh the samsung unpack 2 there wasn't really much to talk about uh even for samsung just because it it was just a minor refresh to some of their products just to keep the hype up um but other than that, there's not much to really go over. Okay, let's move on to our next story. Uh, it's about Tile's new lineup of products. Okay, so uh, Tile is refreshing its entire lineup uh, today with brand new hardware for its Tile Mate, Tile Pro, Tile Slim, and the Tile Sticker Bluetooth trackers. All four trackers are getting sleeker updated designs with improvements to both tracking range volume and water resistance the regular 2499 tile mate is getting its biggest change in years with a more rounded shape and design and a new black color option in addition to the standard white color option Range is being increased from 200 feet to 250 feet and the volume of the ring is now louder when you're trying to locate it and the water resistance has been upgraded to an IP67 rating which is really impressive. Battery life is also longer uh, on the new mate 3 years instead of the single year offered on the previous model although it does come with the trade off that battery is no longer user replaceable. The $3499 wallet-sized tile slim is also getting similar upgrades to the Mate, a new design that fits in with the other new tiles, a boosted 250-foot range, a louder ring, and IP67 water resistance. Uh, It also maintains its built-in battery, which, like the Mate, lasts approximately 3 years before needing replacement. The 34.99 Tile Pro is also getting a new design, which should help distinguish it from the regular Tile Mate. The new model has a more spectacular uh, design, and it has more of a rectangular appearance that fits better uh, on a keyring than the old square shape. And like the regular Mate, the updated Pro is also more water-resistant with a new IP67 rating compared to the IP55 on the old Pro which only protected against splashes or a quick drop in water. Some parts of the Pro are the same as the previous model. It still has the longest range of any tile tracker, uh, 400 feet, and it's keeping the replaceable uh, battery, which lasts about a year before you'll have to swap it out. Lastly, there's a $29.99 tile sticker, which is getting its first update since it was first released. The new model has dramatically better range, 250 feet compared to the 150 feet on the old model. Better battery life, uh, three years off the non-replaceable battery, up from two years before, and a louder ring. And just like the other new models, the new sticker has also also has an IP67 water resistance. Tile is also rolling out a new lost and found feature on the Mate Pro and slim trackers. The new models also feature a QR code on the back uh, which can be scanned by anyone who finds a tile tracker out in the world but isn't already a tile user. When the lost tracker is found, scanning it will pop up your contact information so that you can coordinate getting your stuff back. It's not quite on the same level as Apple's AirTags or Samsung SmartTags, both of them which can leverage Apple and Samsung devices that belong to users who don't actually own trackers as part of the company's Bluetooth networks, but Lost and Found should expand Tile's usefulness uh, even when found by a non-Tile customer. Additionally, Tile also announced a new safety feature called Scan and Secure that it will be rolling out in early 2022. Once it's available, Scan and Secure will allow anyone to download the Tile app and use it to scan and detect nearby devices and notify you if there are any unknown Tiles nearby. The goal is to make it harder for someone to use the Tiles for malicious tracking purposes. Apple and Samsung both offer similar safety features with AirTags and SmartTags, and Tile is working with the national uh, network to end domestic violence on development and design of the feature users who will install that tile app to scan for devices won't be a part of tiles finding network either but uh tile has an answer for some of the competition from like the air tag and smart Tag plus um which is in the form of the newly announced tile ultra which will bring the ultra wideband powered ar tracking to the lineup of early 2022. the four new tile Trackers are available starting today from Tile's website and a variety of of retailers, including Amazon, Costco, Best Buy, and Target. So go check them out, especially if you're looking to upgrade your trackers. And if you're already not an Apple user, and if you're a Samsung user or any Android user, uh, Tile's a great option and can also be better than Apple's uh, trackers themselves. But just go check that out. Alright, one last story for all of you. Uh, which is about Facebook, Facebook's struggle of uh, trying to grasp hold of uh, younger generations. But there's just a lot of statistics that Facebook has been collecting about younger generations. And the fact that teenagers using uh, the Facebook app in the U.S. has really d- just declined by 13% since 2019, and we're projected to drop 40 40- over the the next two years, driving an overall decline in daily users in the company's most lucrative ad market. Young adults between the ages of 20 and 30 were expected to to decline by 4% during the same time frame. Making matters worse, the younger a user was, the less on average they regularly engaged with the app. And honestly, the message is really clear here that like, Facebook is going to be out of business uh, for their regular Facebook app. Um, and the, the new generations are really just moving on from Facebook. And they're all thinking about it as, like, I don't know, some old app from the distant past. But the findings echoed by other internal documents and uh, some conversations with former employees and actually current employees, too, show that Facebook sees its aging user base as an uh, um, existential uh, threat to the long-term health of its business and that it's trying to desperately uh, to cor- correct the problem with little indication that its strategy might not or uh, might work. If it doesn't correct course, the 17-year-old network uh, could, for the first time, uh, you can lose out on a whole entire generation. And while Instagram remains incredibly popular with teens, Facebook's own data shows that they are starting to engage with the app uh, a lot less. The internal documents are part of dic- disclosures uh, made to the Securities and Exchange Commission and provided to Congress in are redacted form by legal counsel for Francis uh, Haugen, an ex-Facebook employee turned prominent whistleblower. Um, So Facebook's struggle to attract users under the age of 30 has been ongoing for many years, dating back to as early as 2012. But according to the documents, the problem has grown more severe, especially recently. And the stakes are relatively high. While it famously started as a networking site for college students, employees have predicted that the aging up of the app's audience, now nearly 2 billion daily users, has the potential to further alienate young people, cutting off future generations and putting a ceiling on future growth of the app. The problem explains why the company has taken such a really big interest in uh, according young people and even preteens to its main app, uh, and Instagram, spending up dedicated youth teams to cater uh, to them. In twenty seventeen, it debuted a standalone messenger app for kids, and its plans to for a version of Instagram for kids were recently shelved after lawmakers decried uh, the initiative. But most kids these days are spending two to three times more time on TikTok than on Instagram. And that Snapchat is uh, the preferred method of communicating with friends uh, for just younger generations. So even Instagram is declining in popularity as well, but mostly Facebook, the Facebook app has uh, been really suffering. Um, But honestly, there's not much Facebook can do uh, except like just to, I don't know, change out their app and thought process behind what Facebook really is, um, I feel like that's the only way to get younger generations to get back on the app, but, uh, just like many articles, like, Instagram and Facebook does promote, like, negative, ne- negative, um, negative, uh, feelings and emotions towards younger generations, and especially, uh, girls, and boys, uh, and their bodies, so, um, that's probably a reason why a lot of people are against a lot of teens using, um, Facebook and Instagram, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's the story, and it's an interesting one, um, and if you are a teen or someone below the age of 30, let me know why you are using Facebook or why you aren't using uh, Facebook, because, uh, yeah, it's just, controversial whether or not facebook should still be around or even whether uh the app will still be in use or if it will decline in users just like myspace did which is a pretty sad story but um yeah that's that's really it but uh yeah so um if you made it this far into the episode thank you i really appreciate it uh, these episodes are not really not too easy to make, but um, I I really do appreciate it if uh, you make it all the way to this ep- all the way to the end of the episode and also uh, leaving a review down in Apple Podcasts, uh, letting me know what you think about these episodes and this podcast overall. But I'm gonna have an exciting episode um, really soon. I don't know when I'm gonna post it, but next week, or in two weeks, maybe even three weeks, uh, I'll post one with John Rettinger on his thoughts about, uh, tech in general, and, uh, really, the tech that has been evolving into something that could be a pretty big threat to humanity, or it could be improving, who knows, but, um, that's gonna be a really exciting episode, uh, with John Rettinger, which we'll, which I will be posting shortly. Um, And I'm really excited for everyone to listen to that one. But uh, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the True Tech Podcast. Really appreciate it. And I'll catch you in episode 88. Peace.